0: Hi, and welcome to May 23rd's edition of the Red Cloud Research Roundup, hosted by Red Cloud Financial Services. This week, from the Red Cloud Securities Research Team, Managing Director of Equity Research, David Talbot, Timothy Lee, Mining Analyst, and Taylor Cambelousier, Mining Analyst, are here to discuss the major events of the weeks in their coverage universes. Kicking it off, David, let's start with you.
1: Hi, and thank you for the warm welcome. Welcome to episode six of Red Cloud Securities Research Roundup podcast. I'm David Talbot, Managing Director and Head of Research. Tim, Taylor and I are pleased to join you today as part of an ongoing series of discussions with the Red Cloud Research Team. I will be speaking about a uranium company, Anfield Energy. I believe it's a great time to buy with uranium prices on the retreat lately bottom line we still like the potential for uranium fundamentals to drive uranium prices higher with disinvestment in the sector there has been a lack of exploration and discoveries and new mines will be needed in the coming few years to replace mine closures let alone cover the growth in uranium demand so perhaps current prices near 50 bucks a pound will help that said ongoing news from ukraine and the fear of russian uranium and enrichment disruptions seems to have dissipated somewhat Sprott physical uranium trust buying has also slowed and there has been downward pressure on uranium prices the year started at 40 bucks and prices rose to about 63 bucks a pound in april and those are the highest prices have been since march 2011. however since then we've seen prices settle back down to the 47.75 a pound range yesterday we have seen recent buying from Sprott Physical Uranium Trusts slowing. The first month of the Ukraine invasion, it had bought 5.5 million pounds. But since, it's only bought 2.6 million pounds and now stands at 55 million pounds in inventory. Now, part of their reasoning could be the fact that the market sees less potential for the US to lose access to up 40, up to 40% of its uranium enrichment supply from Russia, as we mentioned earlier. And as such, the uranium stocks have been hit. Many uranium companies are off between 20 and 30% over the past month and are mixed over the last quarter. Enfield Energy, for example, has had some recent transformational news and it ranks second of our 17 uranium developer peers with regard to share price performance over the past month. We rate Anfield Energy, or AEC, on the Venture Exchange with a buy and have recently increased our target price from 20 to 25 cents. The company recently raised 15 million bucks and we were part of that deal and it has a definitive agreement with uranium energy corp for an asset swap and settlement of its debt obligations We view this pending transaction expected to close in June very positively. It transforms the company into one of the largest U.S. uranium and vanadium companies with £29 million of uranium and £116 million of vanadium in resource. Plus, it eliminates any debt overhang using both cash and shares. We do believe the asset swap also increases the value of the portfolio and resources for Anfield. Anfield gets conventional PEA stage Slickrock project in Colorado in exchange for all its ISR projects in Wyoming, and we see this swap as positive from both an MPV and a resource point of view. For example, Slickrock has an MPV of about 32 million, while Charlie has an MPV of 12 million that it's giving up. Meanwhile, Slickrock host 12 million pounds uranium, 70 million pounds vanadium for 23 million pounds equivalent, while all the Wyoming assets that it's giving up is only 12 and a half million pounds. This deal will allow Anfield to focus only on conventional assets. Now we do concede that ISR assets that they're giving up were a little more advanced, but they also require more specific technical expertise. More importantly is that the, this deal bulks up Anfield's portfolio of conventional resources, such that its portfolio is now focused around its Shootering Canyon Mill. This is one of three licensed and permitted uranium mills in the U.S. And Slick Rock becoming its quarterstone asset should provide the future feed for that mill. That's why we raised our target to 25 cents. And we look forward to seeing this transformative deal close in June. So, Tim, you have a couple items for us this week. Why don't you take it away?
0: Thanks, David. First, I would like to talk about Stratabound Resources, SB on the TSX Venture Exchange. Stratabound is a Red Cloud investment banking client, and Red Cloud does own shares. We do not currently rate the company's stock. We recently had the chance to visit Stratabound's 100% owned Fremont Gold Project in California. Fremont is located in the historic Motherlode Gold Belt along the foothills of the Sierra Nevada Mountains. This belt was the site of the famous California Gold Rush in the 1840s, which started north of Fremont at Sutter's Mill, and mining continued until it was shut down during the Second World War. Stratabound is now revisiting this property and working to unlock its potential. There are three key takeaways that we came away with from the visit. First, the Fremont project has exceptional infrastructure access with a paved road and a power substation right on the property. Second, this is a project that has had significant work done that forms a solid foundation for a Stratabound's team to build from. The project features a resource containing nearly 1 million ounces of gold, and it was actually taken to feasibility level by a previous operator in the late 1980s. Finally, the third takeaway is that despite the historic work done here, this project has significant exploration upside potential. Soil sampling has revealed a four kilometer long gold anomaly across the property, but the resource is contained within only one kilometers of this. Limited past drilling has encountered gold-bearing veins in several areas outside of the resource. In addition, this type of deposit can have large vertical extents, but drilling has only delineated the deposit to a depth of about 350 meters. There still is a lot of potential to extend this to greater depths. As with any project, there are challenges, including permitting. But the company has brought experienced people with local expertise to help guide through this process and move the Fremont project forward. I will also mention a company that we are just beginning to follow. Renforth Resources, RFR on the CSE. We do not currently rate Renforth's shares. Renforth is focused on exploration in the Abitibi area of Quebec, where they have both a gold deposit right on trend with major gold mines in the area, and a more recently acquired large property with battery metals exploration potential. This property features a sizable nickel target that the company has begun to drill, as well as earlier stage lithium pegmatite targets where the company is conducting sampling now. While this is an earlier stage exploration company, their properties are well located in the heart of a mining camp in a stable jurisdiction. And we will continue to follow their story as results come in. That's all from my side. Taylor,
2: on to you. Thanks, Tim. I'm Taylor Conbelezier, a mining analyst here at Red Cloud Securities. This week, I wanted to highlight a new nickel company that we recently started to follow, EV Nickel Inc. It's on the TSXV under the ticker symbol EVNI. We do not rate the stock. Evie Nichols flagship asset is the 100% owned Langmuir project located 30 kilometers southeast of Timmins, Ontario. The project is also located within the heart of the Shaw Dome area and is 7 kilometers from the Redstone Mill, which has a capacity of 2000 tons per day and is directly accessible by road. The company also recently staked over 21,000 hectares of prospective land, tripling its total land package in the Shaw Dome area. The Shaw Dome area saw historical production from the Redstone, Langmuir No. 1 and No. 2, and McWater's mines, with grades ranging from a percent to 2.14% nickel. A historical 2010 indicated an inferred resource estimate for the W-4 zone at the project outlined contained metals of approximately 18.2 million pounds of nickel and 1.2 million pounds of copper. The company's land package is prospective for both high-grade nickel and large-scale targets, similar to the Crawford deposit. The company's current objective is to compile and review all of the available historical production and exploration data for the Shaw Dome area. A surface sampling program is expected to commence at the Carmen and Langmuir targets in the late spring. Once surface sampling is complete, plans are to drill the area later this year, pending the receipt of drill permits, which are expected in the coming weeks. In our view, EV Nickel is an early stage nickel exploration company that is focused on tackling the growing demand for class one nickel for the EV battery sector. The company owns over 30,000 hectares of prospective land, has identified more than 100 kilometers of potential strike, and our opinion is primed to make a new nickel discovery and grow known mineralized zones.
0: Thanks for listening to the Red Cloud Research Roundup. We hope you enjoyed our dive into recent notable mining news. Remember to join us every Monday for new episodes. And as always, you can head over to redcloudsecurities.com for full disclosures and to sign up to our email list. That's it for this episode and see you next time.